Hello, 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 everyone. God bless you and welcome to the Driven by Purpose podcast. Now, if this is your first time tuning into this podcast, please don't let it be your last time. So I'm just going to say this ever so nicely. Please subscribe to this podcast. And if this podcast actually happens to bless you, which I feel like it will, then please, please, please leave a review. Also, if you're a returner, God bless you too. Thank you so much to everyone for all the support, all the love. But nevertheless, I really do want us to dive right in because I will not be before you all too long because I feel that the Lord has placed a very small um, yet important reminder on my heart. And one of the reminders that has really been on my heart very deeply throughout this week is to remember that you are living in at least one answered prayer. I'll repeat that again. Remember that you are living in at least one answered prayer. Just one. At least one. Mercy. And I actually want you all to sit and really think deeply about that. Because mercy. Now, okay, I've seen that quote flying around for multiple times in this past month and last month. And you know, when you see stuff on Instagram, you just casually like it. Sometimes you think about it. Sometimes you really don't. But I feel that God has really showed me that. One way that I can testify that the Lord has showed me that was I had created a prayer wall like a month ago. Right. And I started, I mean, I had it before, but I wasn't really active with it. So with my prayer wall, and I definitely recommend this to anyone who was a new believer, you maybe have been in the faith for years on end. I highly recommend this to literally write down on a post-it, a prayer point and literally paste it on your wall. For me, I paste it next to the wall. Um, For me, it's in my direct room and I put the post-its right next to my bed so that every single morning I will be reminded that those are prayers um right next to my wall right or right on my wall now there was another thing that I used to do when I was in high school where I used to have a prayer box so I used to literally put like pieces of paper there that just had prayers and sometimes at the end of the year maybe at the end of the month I would just open it and read all the prayers and many times when I would read it and I would look back on the faithfulness of God it would remind me wait Me that is saying that God hasn't done anything or me that is complaining that I haven't heard an answer about this yet or me that's complaining, wondering why God isn't showing up in this area when God actually showed up in this way, that way and the next. Mercy, mercy for real. Like, and us as humans, I feel like sometimes it's easy for us to forget about all the good and just only remember the bad. I remember I actually led a workshop on this the other day um, to some of my students at my job. And it was just about like stress management. And one topic that we were talking about is tunnel vision, right? So us as us as people, right, especially my Gen Z people, when you hear tunnel vision, you, you typically hear about tunnel vision that is good, right? You hear about, oh, you know, with if I got my tunnel vision on, I'm just focused on my goals. I'm focused on my bag. I'm focused on, you know, 
getting to where I want to be in life, right? But on the mental health side, there's actually tunnel vision where you simply only focus on the negatives of life. You only focus on what you haven't accomplished. You only focus on what you haven't achieved. You only focus on what God has not fulfilled yet in your life. That is the negative and more real side of what tunnel vision sometimes can look like, right? And even when I was leading the workshop, I was giving my students some ways to really um, step back and step back and not really focus on negative tunnel vision, but if anything, to focus on the good things that have happened in our lives, right? And with what I was just talking about with the whole prayer prayer box and prayer wall, if that's something you're interested in doing, I highly recommend it. Because going back to what I was saying, like us as humans, we like to dwell. And many times we don't dwell on the good. Um, even with the prayer box, I remember when I was in high school, and when I just used to throw stuff in there just randomly, and when I finally would look back, I was like, wow, I didn't even remember that I prayed this. Wow, I didn't even remember that I gave this to God a few months ago. Wow, I didn't even remember that I told God about this last year and God showed up for me. Like you sometimes literally forget about those things and it's literally crazy. And that's how the devil tries to wire our minds. But if anything, my main message for today is to remember that God has answered at least one prayer that you are currently living in. Whether it's the state of your health, whether it's the state of your education, whether it's with your parents, your your relationships, whether you pray to God for godly friends and you only have one right now, but you want more, God has still answered and showed up in that prayer because you still have friends. Maybe you prayed that God should get you into school and you're in school right now. Maybe things aren't as easy as you thought they would be, Maybe you're having different difficulties and hardships that you're going through right now, but God still got you into school. And I remember someone gave me like a very, very powerful word one time. And, you know, they were just, it was in a group and they were just basically saying the God that sent you to do something or the God that sent you somewhere to establish something, he'll also send the grace behind you to complete the thing that he's called you to do. And I remember for me, I still remember this thing up until this day because it's so true. God wouldn't just call you somewhere for funsies. God wouldn't call you to do something for funsies and just leave you to figure it out by yourself. If you're living in a place where you're constantly surrendering to God, and asking that his will will be done, and you you have a relationship with God, why would he leave you to look stupid? It doesn't make sense. And sometimes we think that the hardships that are presented to us means that God has left us. Even I saw a quote today while I was on Instagram, and this one girl was saying that God is not only good when he gives me something that I want, but God is just good because that's just who he is. That's just his character trait. There's nothing else that he could be aside from being good. I'm not saying that his other names are not valid because, you know, he is Jaira, he is Elohim, he is those things. But the epicenter of what God is, is he is good, irrespective of the situations that happen on earth. I remember someone even explained years ago that Life is like a roller coaster. And once again, that doesn't take away from who God is because we have to remember the world that we live on is flawed. God, and you know, there's this new trend about soft life, soft life. And granted, I love soft life culture. Okay. I love, I love the trend, period. We're going to be living good on this side. But you know, that doesn't take away from the fact that some things will still happen to you. Some things will still push you down at times, but that doesn't mean that God still isn't there. 
if that makes sense. And y'all know I have to bring scripture to really kind of back up what I'm saying and also kind of give you all some perspective. So when I was looking for scripture, because I'm like, okay, God, I know I, I know you're dropping this down on my spirit, but I need something that's going to resonate with myself and also your people. So I came across Psalms 81 verse 7, right? And it says, you cried to me in trouble and I saved you. I answered out of the thundercloud and tested your faith when there was no water at Meribah, right? That's clearly talking when God's, okay, God is speaking, right? You know, so God came through in a past time, right? And I remember hearing a sermon years ago where they were saying, sometimes you need to lean on it's not it's not every day we will be calling the God of Abraham, the God of the God of Sarah. The, that's still God, right? But there is also the God of you, right? The God of Tina, the God of whoever is listening right now. There is a God who has done miraculous things in your life, whether you remember them now or not, right? So you can call on the God of of you and literally say and even go back and truly pray that the Holy Spirit will bring into remembrance the things that God has done for you over your life so that you can call on that same God who answered you before. And it's tough, though, because even in this in, the, in this um, specific scripture, it's saying that I answered out of the thundercloud and tested your faith. Mercy. Mercy for real. Listen. <laughs> The times will come where your where your faith will be tested, right? But if we go back to what it said at the very beginning, you cried to me in trouble and I saved you. I saved you. Call on that God. This is my word for everyone today. Call on that God that saved you before. Call on that God that saved you a month ago. Call on that God that saved you a year ago. Call on that God that saved your family member. Call on that God that saved, blessed, and answered your friends, call on that same God, or even, I feel like sometimes it's more powerful sometimes when we call on the God who saved us, because it's like, we show God also that we remember the things that he's done. So call on the God, honestly, that's more fitting for you and your situation, but pray that the Holy Spirit will bring those things into remembrance for you. I want to bring up one quick scripture from Habakkuk, Three verse two, it says, I have heard all about you, Lord. I am filled with awe by your amazing works in this time of our deep need. Help us again as you did in years gone by. And in your anger, remember your mercy. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to share a quick testimony. I feel like I've shared it before, but I'm just going to reiterate it. I remember in my last semester of undergrad, I had a very bad professor who did not like me for a very unknown reason. I kid y'all not. I feel like I've discussed it before um, very quickly, but this professor did not like me and it was not making sense. Like this lady, I kid y'all not. I remember I used to turn in assignments and this lady would say like zero, zero, zero. Like she would be giving me zeros, like fifties, giving me all these crazy things. And I remember I used to ask her, what did I do wrong? I would go to office hours to figure out, okay, tell me what I did wrong. I can fix it, right? This lady would say, oh, well, I just don't like it, to be honest. I literally have screenshot proof that this lady said she just did not like 
things that I would bring up. I remember topics that I would share with the class, blah, 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 stuff like that. She just didn't like it and she did not like me. And I remember that season, that semester, it was hard because I remember almost everybody in my class, we all tried to report her to the department. It was a few days before graduation. You know, it was so much that was happening and so much was riding on me. And on top of that, I needed that class to graduate. Right. So I was just going through that and it was so hard for me, y'all. It was so hard. And in those times, I just used to pray. I used to blast in tongues. I used to pray that God would intervene. And I love sharing the story because in the very end, I actually ended that class with the A. Ask me how it happened. I'm going to tell you Jesus because literally Jesus stepped in. How can you tell me I've on the midterm? I got a 50. You're telling me I got a mid, I got a 50 on the midterm that was like 25% of the grade or like, I think it was like 30%. It was, it was big, you know, and on the assignments, the homeworks, I was getting zeros. I was getting one out of tens, literally terrible grades. And how are you going to tell me I ended up with the eight? It doesn't make sense. Okay. Because God doesn't make sense. He simply makes signs period from apostle Dominic. Okay. From KFT. That's where I got the quote from period. No copyright on this side. <laughs> But check out KFC also because that ministry has definitely rejuvenated my faith in many ways. But it's true. Listen, I just want to let y'all know again, like, and even with that, even with the testimony I just shared, that's just evidence that in my education, God showed up and God cared for me. In that time, I cried out to the Lord when I was literally facing trouble. I was facing havoc and he did save me. So because God worked that miracle in my life, even though that was a prayer that was answered long, long time ago, like, I mean, not long, long time. It was like a year ago. But still, many times us, we forget about stuff like that. And God forbid, let's say you're dealing with something at school and you're going through a hard time, you'll forget to call on that same God who rescued you out of that trouble from before. You'll forget to call on him in that moment when you're having troubles with your education. So listen, my best words at this point is make sure after you listen to this episode, call on that same God who rescued you before. Going back to Habakkuk 3 verse 2, where it says, in this time of our deep need, Help us again as you did in years gone by. Key words in year. Help us again as you did in years gone by. Key words. Help us again. Again. Not just help us all, but help us again. Meaning that it had already happened before. Going back to where it says in years gone by, as you did in years gone by. Mercy for real. So my brother, my sister, this is just your reminder that ask the Holy Spirit to bring to your remembrance the things that he's done in the past for you so that you can hold on to those things in your faith. Another thing too is, I think Tiffany Montgomery, prophetess Tiffany Montgomery brought this up um, a few days ago. I think she was saying like, just because you may not be able to see something right now doesn't mean that God isn't working or doesn't mean that God isn't on the case or that God isn't on... Or simply that God isn't working on the things that you want or the things that you care about just because you don't see it manifesting immediately. So this is just to encourage you all that God is still there. God still sees you. God still hears you. God still loves you. God still cares about you. 
okay i know a lot of people sometimes i've heard people say this before they're like oh i don't want to bother god oh i don't want to keep praying he has other people to listen to but okay who not who cares about other people but uh, uh, like just because he has other people to listen to he still wants to hear your voice so my brother my sister you better raise your voice and literally let god hear your prayers let God hear your prayers. Continue to be intimate with God. And literally, don't stop until you hear God. Like, do not stop until you hear God. And another thing, too, um, I feel that in my church, they brought this up a lot. Sometimes we're able to get to a place where God answers our prayers when we simply are living and simply speaking from a place of gratitude. God does not like or God does not really appreciate an unappreciative person, an ungrateful person, a person who who shows no type of thanks, a person who is very nonchalant when God gives them stuff. Sometimes even me, I can testify. Sometimes God will do something for me and I'll be like, oh, thanks, God. But me that I've been praying for weeks and I'm like, God, do this, do this, do this. Or it's a few days and I'm like, God, do this, do this, do this. And I'm going to the secret place pursuing God. And then when he gives it to me, I don't follow up with the same energy. I don't continue to go into the secret place to thank him in the same way I was pursuing him to give me the things that I wanted. So my brothers, my sisters, it's hard, though. It's hard, though. I feel like sometimes that's our human nature, but that doesn't mean we have to stay in that place. So I just wanted to encourage you all um, to definitely lean on the things that God has done for you. Remember those things. Keep it close to your heart. Create a prayer wall if you need to. Create a prayer box. I've given you guys the ideas. Bring those things to life so that you can have tangible things or tangible reminders that show you that hmm this god of tina hmm this god of whoever's listening right now he's done this before so i can call on him to do this again i can call on him to show up so listen just remember and keep these things close um definitely look back and also another thing too is if you feel in this word if you blessed by this word just to let you know it's it's not me, but it's Jesus. That's one. So give all glory and honor to God. But really quickly, one thing that I do want to remind you all is that you need to leave a review. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We're, we're, we're here to bring glory to God, but we also want more people to know and also be hearers of the word and get this encouragement that you are enjoying today so please 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 i say it all the time but i'm saying it again leave a review if this possibly spoke to your situation if this spoke to the place that you're in right now if it's encouraged you to get up and to maybe start a prayer wall or shoot to maybe get into the secret place and to communicate with god so if this has encouraged you in any way, once again, leave a review. Um, I'm so grateful to God for the opportunity to speak to all of you in this way. But nevertheless, I pray that you all will have a great day. And I pray that the Lord will release more grace for consistency. Amen. Amen.